Hey folks, before we get started, I wanted to tell you about the Consumer VC Summit. The Consumer VC Summit is a three-day virtual event that is focused on e-commerce, retail, and innovation. This is all happening February 23rd through 25th, 2021. Mark Nathan and I have really poured our souls into it. During the day is a mix of talks and panel discussions with some incredible founders and investors that focus on these sectors. In the evenings, we're going to be throwing networking events, and if you're a founder, you'll also have access to mentoring sessions, which means you'll meet three investors or industry professionals for feedback about your business. All of our talks and panels will also be available for replay with a ticket. Please check out summit.theconsumervc.com and enter ConsumerVC for a 20% discount. This is also located in the show notes. We look forward to seeing you there. Now on to the episode. Hello, and welcome to The Consumer VC. I'm your host, Mike Gelb, and on this show, we talk about the world of venture capital and consumer-facing startups. Over the holidays, we're going to be releasing highlights from past episodes from this year, every morning of Hanukkah, and each day during the 12 days of Christmas. I'm excited to share highlights from my conversation with Adele Archer, founder of Eternova, which celebrates remarkable lives by making diamonds from ashes. Without further ado, here's Adele. So Eternova, what we do is we celebrate remarkable people and pets when they pass away by making diamonds from ashes or hair. Um, Now, as you can imagine, that's probably not something that uh, you would ever expect getting into. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Ten-year-old Adele and say, what do you want to be when you grow up? But, you know, I think it just more than anything, um, you know, when you look back on your life, sometimes there there is a common thread that connects it all. And so, you know, for me, I have my MBA in entrepreneurship, you know, knew I was going to be starting my own company. And I worked in tech for a couple of years. Um, and originally, the company that I was working on was a lab-grown diamond company. Just thought that was really interesting technology. And as we were starting this company, though, I had a really close friend and my business mentor actually get diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Um, and she passed away. So total like personal side of my life was trying to figure out how to honor Tracy. And, you know, just, I think when you lose someone really remarkable, you know, you go on a quest, you're like, what, like, what can I do that is really deserving of her? So probably five months of research did not find anything and was just blown away by just what felt like a total lack of options and lack of innovation. And, you know, it was just shocking to me how little has been done in this space you know, for something that affects all of us. So it was really over dinner one night with a diamond scientist um, that he even mentioned that this could be done. There was one company that was doing it at the time. I went to go start the process completely as a customer. And, you know, just in my experience, you know, kind of connecting with them and, you know, it was just, it was very transactional. It was not, you know, the experience I kind of wanted with somebody that was going to be the guardian of my ashes and, or my loved one's ashes. So that was really the point that we kind of looked at this and go, gosh, you know, this is a space that really, really needs just a better experience for people. And this feels like an amazing option. Why don't we focus here? So Tracy was the first diamond we made and we refocused everything to be, you know, completely about celebrating someone's life. That's amazing and really inspirational how you took a really close friend's death and made it, you know, an experience for you that, that you know, you, you can remember and, and cherish for years to come. Talk to me a little bit about how you think about consumer attitudes and cultural traditions around death. 
has changed a bit over time. And what what opportunity did you see in this market? A lot of great businesses are built when um, you are the customer to start out. You know, you're just so intimately aware with what the pain points are that you're solving. Um, but it was just really remarkable to me. I think there has been such a shift in how we think about death, um, you know, and, and uh, wanting things that are more personal and more meaningful. You know, we're not as traditional anymore with, you know, just how kind of the the different traditions, you're seeing a huge shift from burial to cremation, for example. In 1980, we we're like 10% cremation, and we're approaching 70% in the United States. Like that's how fast it is moving. And I think as more people are, you know, potentially more spiritual versus, you know, religious, they also are just kind of like, you know, allowing themselves to be more open-minded to what are my other options and what feels like personal and special and meaningful um, to honor my loved one versus what's just always been done. Um, and so I think as people are, are asking that, the industry hasn't adapted or responded or, you know, really created things that, you know, kind of meet that need. So I think there's a lot of opportunity to uh, give people better products and, and give people better experiences in the space. Talk to me a little bit about what's been the most like surprising and unexpected insight or learning that you've that you've had in, in building Eternova so far? I mean, I definitely, like we learned so much from our customers. We very much are a company and a brand that's built on um, being incredibly close to our customer and just always looking for ways we can add value and innovate based off of what we know. And, um, you know, one of the things that really blew us away early on, like this is a very intricate process. On average, our diamonds take about seven months to create. It's completely you know, a custom made diamond from your loved one's carbon. And so we weren't sure, you know, whether that was going to be felt perceived as long or not. And what we ended up finding was that, you know, kind of starting out, we were sending pictures and videos and updates and just trying to like be as transparent as we possibly could. And people were just absolutely blown away with every single update we sent, you know, they'd be like, oh my God, like I'm at work and I was crying and I showed everyone around me and I emailed it to my whole friends and family. And we're just like, man, they are getting so much value out of these updates. You know, what more could we do? So we started really kind of upping the ante around, um, you know, just the experience that we were giving people and, you know, videoing um, everything and kind of productizing those videos and designing them to be shared socially. Um, and I think that that was just a really important insight, you know, early on is like, no, the, the lead time did not matter to people at all. If anything, they wanted an experience. And what we learned was like, as we kind of built up more and more of this experience that we were giving, that was parallel processing with someone's grief. And they had something positive to look forward to over a period of time that otherwise they would have nothing to look forward to losing the most important person in their world. And that was something that rallied their community in a way that like it kept people talking about that person, you know, which wasn't happening when, you know, you just have a one and done funeral and everyone goes home and stops talking about the person. So I think uh, the experience is what we didn't expect to be as valuable and as important, um, you know, to our process as the diamond itself. How you th were thinking or finding product market fit. It was a very interesting um, way to start a company because, you know, obviously I was insanely motivated to uh, figure this out because I wanted a diamond for Tracy, darn it. Um, and so, you know, I, I think that that was really great is, is designing the process that and designing the experience that you would want to have. Um, so had to go through a process of completely scientifically validating the process, tested 
her ashes for um, carbon content, you know, then went and found the absolute best scientists we could be partnered with across every step of our process. And, you know, that kind of took us all over the world really to, to partner with the absolute best. Um, so, you know, setting this up was, was very intricate and very challenging, you know, but uh, a, a something that I was relentless and, you know, and we were relentless in making happen. But then, you know, once we kind of had proved it all out, um, then it was a matter of putting together a website and seeing, okay, well, is my need actually reflected in the broader world? And it was just amazing. I mean, it was just an immediate product market fit. You know, our first customers, you know, were buying our largest diamonds, you know, for I remember our first customer, he uh, did it for his daughter um, who he had lost, you know, at night years old and it was him and his wife. And that was just like the most meaningful first sale you could have. And so what was really amazing about, or what is amazing about our model is that, you know, we have an inverted cash model. So, you know, we receive payment upfront and then we don't have to um, incur most of our costs, our COGS, you know, until later in the process. So it allowed us to actually, you know, be able to self-fund in the beginning. Um, and I just think that that's such a wonderful experience for any entrepreneur, you know, because you really have to think about where every dollar is going and make every single dollar count and make every single dollar make you more dollars. <laughs> so that's something I didn't really re- didn't realize in terms of cash flow. That's actually a, a really good like position to be in. Did you have a particular strategy for Shark Tank or like what also compelled you to apply? Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, you know, we were... Uh, actually recruited on the show. So that was uh, kind of, yeah, cool experience. Thank you. Um, and yeah, it was, uh, you definitely want to go into Shark Tank with a strategy, I would say. Um, you know, I think it's not for everybody's business. Um, you know, you certainly are, are not getting the best deal terms, <laughs> you know, that you would go get on the market. But um, I think, you know, it, if it's, if you are a company that, you know, benefits from or, or, you know, needs to raise awareness, you know, in our case, a lot of people don't even know that this is something that you can do. Um, so this is a wonderful way to share and to educate. Um, we're also an incredibly word of mouth friendly business. On average, when somebody hears about us, they tell 20 other people um, about us. And there's 7 million people that watch Shark Tank. So, you know, seven times 20. Okay. Like, I feel like the math makes sense, you know, to, uh, to go do this and, um, you know, going into it, you, you know, I feel like if I am to advise anybody going onto it, you really want to know kind of what your parameters are of, you know, deals that you will and won't take, but, you know, optimizing to take a deal. Um, you know, there's, I can't conclusively say, you know, how they uh, end up deciding who airs, who doesn't, but about 25% of people that film don't air. Um, And so, you know, we believe your odds of airing, um, you know, go up if you take a deal. So it's, uh, it's important to kind of know your parameters and, you know, then just, uh, you know, do everything you you can to, to share how special you know, of a company you've built, you know, and share that with the world. And we were, we were really fortunate. We actually got one of the top 5% valuations ever offered on Shark. So that was great. Amazing. Congratulations. That's fantastic. And there you have it. If you enjoy this, I highly recommend checking out Adele's full episode. Thanks again for listening and happy holidays, everyone.